Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us with another episode of Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags with my co-host, meteorologist Kirsty Zantini, and we're going to get to our guests in just a moment here. We are so happy that you joined us. Today's episode is going to be quite exciting. Um, I'm a new person to TikTok. I love TikTok, so our guest uh, we actually found on TikTok. So I'm going to just let Kirsty dive right into it so that we can ask a lot of questions. Go ahead, Kirsty. Yeah. Thanks so much. So yeah, our guest, you're probably already looking at her, is Kelsey Yoder. Um, she is a pilot. And to me, she's a TikTok famous pilot uh, because she has a ton of followers on TikTok. And what she does, she's a pilot. She's young. She's a mom. And she uh, basically kind of helps to educate maybe things you didn't know about what it takes to be a pilot, aviation, why there might be flight delays, some pretty interesting stories that she shares in her, you know, quick TikToks. If you're not familiar with the social media platform TikTok, it's basically just made up of some very short form videos uh, that people do recipes, funny videos. Um, she educates, she has funny videos, she shares a lot about her life. And so Kelsey was someone that stood out to me. And since McCall and I are meteorologists, we actually have a very very close connection in the weather world to aviation and to pilots because meteorology and aviation go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. McCall, I don't know if you've ever had a delayed flight because of weather oh, yeah. or a flight that was canceled because of weather. Um, so Kelsey's going to kind of join us and fill us in. Kelsey, welcome. Thank you so much. And by the way, good morning, Kelsey. She is, of course, our second, I think, West Coast mm -hmm. guest that we've had, second or third, maybe. Um, you know, so it's 11 a.m. here in Dayton, Ohio, but it is 8 a.m. your time, right? Good morning, yeah. Kelsey. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> so where are you at right now, Kelsey? I am at You're home, Washington. actually, in Washington. Yeah, I live That's in it. Wenatchee, Washington. Well, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What airline do you fly for? And what made you want to get into, you know, aviation and become a pilot? It's actually kind of boring story. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be a lawyer when I was in high wow. school. I like job shadowed lawyers and I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then I went to um, Washington State University for a year and did pre-law. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hate this. I hate <laughs> this so much. It was not for me. Um, and so I told my mom, I wanted to be a flight attendant because I actually at 19 did not know that women could be pilots. <laughs> I had no oh, wow. idea. Okay. Um, and she was like, no, go to college. You have to go to school. And I was like, well, I guess I'll look into like being a pilot instead. And she was okay with that. <laughs> so cool. I just, um, I started and I got most of my ratings over at ATP flight school, um, and at Tacoma Narrows airport in Gig Harbor. Washington. And then I now work for Horizon Air, which is a regional airline um, that's owned and operated by Alaska Air Group, which owns Alaska Airlines. That's wow. so interesting. So what part of, um, was there any part of schooling that dealt with meteorology and understanding weather um, when you're flying? Yes, I actually, we did have to take meteorology courses. And then when I was a flight instructor, so before I became an airline pilot three years ago, um, I was a flight instructor and I had to teach weather and like 
instrument flight rules um, yeah. is where we really deal with weather. Uh, and that's pretty much all we do at the airlines is instrument flight rules, which is IFR. Uh, and so weather is every day. <laughs> now, has there ever been a uh, flight that you've flown where, you know, the weather was a little bit less than uh, you would have liked? And <laughs> I guess part two, as like being a person sitting on a plane and the fear of that, you know, could you give us any calming you know, advice as to yeah. we got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, turbulence tends to be the big fear uh, for a lot of people, but the planes 100% can handle it. Like they're literally tested to handle really bad turbulence. And we, I mean, we're always out of Seattle. I fly out of Seattle a lot and we fly mm -hmm. directly over the Cascades, which lots right. of turbulence. We get hit with the mountains and stuff like that. Not quite as bad as like Denver or Vegas with their mountain mm -hmm. ranges right there but um yeah turbulence is not it's really nothing to be scared of there was one time we were repositioning a plane so we didn't have any passengers it was just the captain and I and we hit turbulence and we just stayed in it we didn't get out of it because it was like whatever, whatever. Like, we don't care. <laughs> like it was light it wasn't really anything to be scared of but passengers get really really nervous um but yeah it's not really anything to be scared of but it's still scary because you're just sitting back there like shaking around and you're like, we're gonna die. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> so what about, um, I guess, well, being Washington and Seattle, fog, that's probably another weather phenomenon that yes. people don't maybe always associate with like, why is my flight delayed? It's like not even bad out or it's not even storming, but it could be something like fog, right? Yes. So um, we have to have certain weather minimums to land at airports. Um, usually there's, um, there's instrument landing systems, which is called an ILS. And those generally will get us down to about 200 feet above the ground, but we still usually need a half a mile of visibility. And so sometimes you'll be standing outside and you'll be like, I can see just fine. And it's like, yeah, but that's not even a half mile. So we can't get in. <laughs> um, and then the airplanes are getting more advanced. So the airplane I fly, we can do something called a cat three, um, okay. which then goes off of RVR, <laughs> which is called runway visual range. And so it's literally like straight line down the runway. How long, like how far can you see? And the lowest we can land is 600 feet um, visibility, which is I've seen 600 feet visibility and I, it's insane, honestly. Yeah. So if you're in the back as a passenger, you're just all of a sudden you're going to see clouds and then all of a sudden you're going to be on the runway. And I think that might be a little intimidating for your passengers, but we, we trained for it. It's good. I'm sure. So being a flight instructor, what was that like, I guess, before, you know, because if I have this correct, you, you know, go to flight school yep. and then um, you have to have a certain number of hours logged yes and I guess one way to do that would be to be a flight instructor right yes so you can go and get your certified flight instructor ratings um, and you can teach you need 1500 hours in the United States uh, to become an airline pilot and um, I did you generally you'll get your commercial license which is what you need to be paid um, mm -hmm. at about 250 hours that's like the minimum so you have to get from 250 to 1500 so I was a flight instructor it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was very, um, I learned more as a flight instructor than I did as a student. <laughs> no, so, that's not something to laugh at. McCall and I yeah, yeah. agree in terms of meteorology and forecasting. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> implementing. Like, How am I learning more right now? <laughs> yeah. Implementing and actually doing it just, mm -hmm. it makes it sink in more. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And students will ask you questions that like you never thought to ask. And now you have to like go and try and figure it out and find <laughs> yeah. the answer somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that was really, it was good because I learned more about weather during that time as well. Because students are like, well, let's go. And it's like, well, let's look at it and see if we actually can go. <laughs> but So does your airline have um, specific meteorologists to give you the weather or are you doing it all on your own? We actually have dispatchers at the airlines that look at the weather. Um, They're going to be generally the first ones that look at the weather. I don't know what systems they use, but we don't have like meteorologists on staff. That would be cool. But (laughs) um, they look at like aviationweather.gov. I know that's like a main one that I use. Um, and then we have special apps on our iPads that we use, um, but they'll look at it first and then they'll file the flight plan and decide if we need like an alternate airport, if the weather's looking bad. Um, and then us as the pilots, once we get closer to our flight, we'll look at the weather and reevaluate again to make sure that we can actually safely go through whatever weather we're going to encounter. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's so fancy. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of so, moving parts. <laughs> yeah. So what was it like the first time you got to fly? Yeah. Let's go back uh, to that. At all or at the airlines? <laughs> at all. Whichever. First. Or you could do at all and at the airlines. Yeah. Um, at all, I almost threw up. <laughs> I was super nauseous, actually. I kept getting sick. Um, I didn't throw up, but I, I was super nauseous. Um, cause you're going from like driving a car, you only have like two forces that are acting against your body. And then in airplanes, you've got three axes mm-hmm. that you're moving. And so it's just, I got super nauseous for like the first probably 10 hours of flying, but I told my mom I was going to do it. So I was going to do it, <laughs> and just powered through. but my first flight at the airline, actually, um, we did not make it into our destination airport. We had to divert because of weather. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, the week of Thanksgiving. So we were completely full and we were yeah. going to Spokane, Washington to Seattle, Washington. And it's very rare that we can't get into Seattle because we have the ability to come in at 600 feet mm-hmm. RVR um, and we couldn't land. So mm-hmm. we had to go back to Spokane. Oh, wow. Man. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is probably just a stupid question, but when people <laughs> get like angry on flights for like, oh my gosh, I can't move. We had to turn around. Like, do you guys just like kind of hide in the cockpit? And <laughs> the I do. Or do you get <laughs> off like, first? Keep the door shut. Don't open yeah. it. Yeah, like, don't open I feel it. bad for our flight attendants though. Cause yeah. they're the ones that like get like screamed right. at and then our like gate agents get yelled at. And it's like, we, I don't know what you wanted us to do. <laughs> it's nothing we can do. I remember a gate agent told me one time that a passenger fully believed that the airlines have the ability to change the weather. Mm. And she was so mad. She was like, you can go up there and drop stuff and you can change this and get rid of it. And we were like, what? No, <laughs> no that's no. not quite how it works. If I could do that, I, I would. Yeah. I would much <laughs> rather right. do that yeah, than, get, than get yelled at. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, something popped into my head, uh, when you talked about being nauseous in your first flight. So you, and I saw this on your TikTok, you flew the whole time you were pregnant. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Did you have uh, any until, sickness? <laughs> Cause yeah, I couldn't I even until, like move. <laughs> I, I couldn't fly in the third trimester, but that wasn't because I wasn't like physically signed off to, it was just my union contract which yeah. I'm working to change because it was written by men. And so it needs to change. Good um, for you. Because, no, yeah. but yeah, I did. I had um, water. I have actually, I had this water bottle 
and I had um, saltine crackers with me in the flight deck in case I got nauseous, but I never threw up on a flight. Thank goodness. So good. (laughs) But yeah, good for you. It was interesting. (laughs) I mean, that's girl power though, right there. I mean, do you know how many, like a stat of like how many women are actually pilots? Yeah. Commercial. That'd be um, even more I don't know the number, but I know a percentage. If that, We'd love yeah. that. So for commercial pilots across the world, um, females make up approximately 5% wow. of all commercial Five? airline pilots. <laughs> yeah. It just gave me chills. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, wait, what's Bravo the you? meteorologist? <laughs> it can't be that high either, right? Uh, so about 25%, you know, give or take 20 no, for females, <laughs> but then for the yeah. chief, cause I'm a chief meteorologist. It's oh, 8%. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very, yeah. Low. We feel you. We feel you in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Seems- that's amazing though. You're flying and creating a human being. So if, yeah. anybody, <laughs> if anybody ever questions if, you know, a woman, a woman can fly. Uh, yeah, I can. And yeah. I can also make a child. I can grow another person <laughs> while I do this. Yes. <laughs> it's strange how you can you know grow a baby and do other things I mean it's so weird (laughs) I still like she's four months old now and I still can't like wrap my head around it it's still like I get that that's weird so I mean there's and again these might be dumb questions but I think just not knowing anything about I don't know a pilot so I don't have anybody else right that's what we said we were so excited to talk to you I know (laughs) so there's to me an assumption that you're like never home you know pilots are going on for so long. So what is that like? And being a mom home. Oh, sorry. I think my Wi-Fi is being weird. Oh, it's okay. I was like, what is it like being a pilot and having to be away uh, and also being a mom? Uh, It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard. Um, I, I'm only gone about 15 days a month. So I'm only gone about half a month, which isn't terrible. Um, my husband makes it a lot easier because he's home. So he, yeah. he works a normal job, like a normal, like nine to five job. So he's home every evening and we FaceTime and he sends tons of pictures of her, but it's definitely harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like this last week I was off the entire week. So I got to spend the whole week with her. And this week I have a trip tomorrow and then I'm off the rest of the, I have two days and then I'm off the rest of the week and I'll be home. So it just kinda, yeah, it's like a weird balance. I'm still, I've only been back to work for about a month and a half. So I'm still trying to like get used right. to leaving her. <laughs> yeah. But. I mean, but I, you know, power to you. I understand it. I mean, I work the night shift, so I work two to midnight and now my daughter's <sighs> in school from, you know, I wake up, I feed her and I take her to school and then I don't see her. So basically Monday through yeah. Friday, I don't see my daughter until uh. the weekend you know, and you think yeah. that they're gonna know and it's upsetting, but they know like you're being and you have a daughter, she's going to look up to you and be like, mom, like did this, like, that's yeah, right. pretty freaking cool. You know, she's one of a 5%, you know, that's yeah. a female pilot. So that's, that's pretty cool for you. Yeah. And we're working towards, um, my husband being a stay at home dad because he wants to yes. be a stay at home dad. So I think that'll make it even easier. Cause then the 15 days that I'm home, he's not at work. I'm home right. and he's home and she's home. And I think that'll make it a lot easier on her as she grows yeah. up too. So so any ladies out there watching this podcast, you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, Kelsey, I think it's so cool that like, like you said, at 19, you didn't even know that women could be pilots. And now yeah. you're one of 5%, you're a mom yourself, you know, you're a commercial pilot, a regional commercial airline pilot. I'm assuming like, as time goes on, then do, 
Is it like for meteorologists, it's like you work into different shifts and better shifts or chief role. Um, so like, what's like an end game goal for you? Yeah. So, uh, you generally start out at the regionals. So I, I got hired at 25 and I'm 28 now. Um, and had COVID not hit, I might've been moving on to the majors within the next year or so, but, um, the airlines are coming back up like with like COVID, like, it's right. like yeah. So the airlines are coming back pretty quick. So hopefully within the next two years or so, I might move on to a major, which is where there's a lot more money. Um, but I'll start back over at the bottom. So right now I've been at my airline for three years and that's senior enough that I can pretty much choose my trips and I can pick when I start and pick when I'm done and have some days off that I want. But once I move on, (laughs) it starts over at the very bottom and then you have to kind of, and there's no real way to like work yourself like higher. It's just, they have to hire more people underneath you because it's all off the seniority. So um, yeah, it'll, it'll be a little crappy (laughs) for a little bit when I move on, but um, it'll be worth it in the long run. So which airline do I want to go to? I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm still kind of looking into like work-life balance because um, where we live, there's no airline that's based in Wenatchee. Um, so I have to commute no matter what. And it's mm-hmm. like, do I want to commute all the way across the country or do I want to try and find something on the West Coast? And yeah. So are you from Washington? Yeah. Um, I was I was born in Anchorage, Alaska, and then my parents moved. Uh, my mom moved us to um, Ephrata, Washington, this tiny, tiny little town in the middle of Washington um, when I was in third grade. And then we've, I've lived here ever since. The West Coast is so uh, strange to me. I've never, you know, I only went out there when I was five. So <laughs> it's just a different beast, I think, when it comes to weather. I grew up on the Northeast. We had nor'easters and then in the Midwest with the tornadoes. And I mean, what's interesting weather-wise out West? No, there's not a lot. <laughs> it's it's really it's mostly fog. Um, in the gonna ask, it's just foggy. Yeah, it rains a lot. Um, <laughs> it like all the time. Um, but that doesn't really affect flying so much because we can fly through rain no problem. Um, that can get a little tricky in the winter with icing. There's a lot of icing uh, that happens going over mountain ranges and stuff like that, and that can be dangerous. But um, we work with it. <laughs> I have a question real quick. Do you ever, does it, I, I guess, do you ever think about it a lot or do you try not to dwell? Cause there's like two different scenarios that you could do with this of, I mean, you're flying and you really do have people's lives in your hands. So if you focus like as a meteorologist, McCall covered our largest tornado outbreak that we had, we had, was it 15 tornadoes McCall? Cause now I can't remember my life. Yeah, 15. Um, yeah. 15 on the ground. McCall covered it. And so as a meteorologist, when you're doing like active tornado warnings, you know, like if it's touched down, it could be taking out someone's home and it could kill someone. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you don't, you almost don't want to think about that too hard because it can get like, you know, in your mind. So as a pilot, you're flying, you have people's lives in your hand. Is it something you think about every day or is it like, oh my gosh, I, I don't want to like psych myself out. Uh, I don't think about it. No. Yeah. <laughs> as soon See, as the door like, shut, kind of shut, it's it just me and the captain. That's it. Yeah. Like, I don't, unless, until the flight attendants call up, like we, we think about them in the fact of like, okay, it's smooth. We should turn the seatbelt sign off so they can stand up or we're going to hit turbulence. We need to let them know, or we need to sit our flight attendants down. Like we think about it in that aspect. But as soon as I'm done with that, I like just pretend like there's nobody back there. Cause Mm -hmm. otherwise I'm just going to be 
yeah like my land I'm gonna be like so focused like my landing has to be so good and then it's not gonna be good (laughs) so yeah no I just block it out (laughs) personally what's your favorite takeoff or landing oh other than flying that's easy landing is I'd say landing because it's more complicated yeah it's flying I always say flying is easy landing is hard (laughs) I would a good challenge I just took yeah. my five-year-old on a, uh, a plane for the first time a few weeks ago and I was like hyping her up, you know, I'm telling her all this stuff about it and we're taking off. And I'm like, you know, you might feel a little different. <laughs> we take off. Oh, and she's yeah. like, I'm like, do you feel different? She's like, no. I was like, oh, <laughs> fine. I watched Flippy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think there's just something so innocent about kids. I don't know. Maybe my child's just different. She just doesn't phase her because she doesn't have any fear to be afraid of it you know like she doesn't watch tv to see something scary about flying and there i am like when we hit turbulence i'm like are you feeling the shaking she's like okay fine mom (laughs) calm down oh my gosh um let's talk about your tiktok because i think it's really awesome um two things that i saw on tiktok um one of them was someone asked you do you have to wear your hat all the time and there's like i know you don't have all the pieces to show like you did in tiktok but you don't necessarily have to wear your hat all the time and why is that um so the hat is just there's some airlines are different but my airline the hat is just another way to tell the difference between a captain and a first officer So um, the biggest thing is you have to be able to tell the difference between the two because everything comes down to the captain. So I'm a first officer. I should be upgrading to captain here probably early next year, like the first couple of months next year. I know I'm nervous. (laughs) It'll be good when I'm nervous (laughs) Um, because they have final authority. So if, you know, stuff's hitting the fan, we got to we got to be able to differentiate the difference. And so captains have four stripes on their epaulets on their shoulder um their wings at Meyerland they'll have wings and it has a little star on top mine don't have a star mine have three stripes um but the hat is just another way to tell the difference um because like on the brim mine like a first officer is bare like it's blank but a captain has little leaves on it so you can tell the difference so if you can't tell from something else like the stripes or, or something like that then we have to wear the hat just as another way to tell the difference but I'll be honest most people because I wear my hair down in uniform so most people just see the long hair and they just think flight attendant but it doesn't really matter either way <laughs> you're like mm, we're gonna change that yeah <laughs> I'm flying the plane but it's okay yeah, yeah that's what, I wear my hat pretty much all the either. time because it's like the flight attendants don't have hats so it's like at the very least I can be like okay I got my hat on mm-hmm. I'm not a flight attendant nothing against <laughs> flight attendants I love our flight attendants but no, but you worked really hard for that it's like right, when yeah. people call us weather girls it's just like yeah. you know that's <laughs> Yeah. It's just, it's just one thing that just like irks you. You're like, uh, I know. Okay. Yeah. That's not it. Um, the second thing that I, I guess I just didn't even really think about it, but you explained it. Cause you said you, uh, there were a couple people that recognized you from TikTok and they were in a restaurant in the airport and yes. you couldn't go over and say hi to them. Can you explain no. why? Uh, so they were sitting in the bar area. This, this specific restaurant was only a bar. Okay. <laughs> so I can't go into a bar area in an airport in uniform. Um, even if it's just to go in and talk to people because people can see you in uniform and be like, oh, yeah, they're drinking. They're, and it's like, no, 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 I'm not. So we're not allowed to go in. The only time that we are allowed to, to be in a bar area is if it's the only like available food in the airport. And we have to pretty much like stand outside and try and like flag somebody down to come and take our order. Um, like we're not supposed to go in like they literally talk about they spend like two hours explaining this to us in ground school like 
you can't go in there in uniform because people will see it. They'll take a picture and they'll be like, that pilot. They're drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was a third one that I just thought of, the the jump seats. Can you explain the jump seats? Because there's a difference between the jump seats and the plane and where they're located. Yes. So there are flight attendant jump seats and there are pilot jump seats. Different airplanes will have different amount of jump seats. So the plane I fly only has one flight deck jump seat. And so it's a third seat up in the cockpit um, that I commute. So I live in Wenatchee, Washington, but I'm technically Portland, Oregon based. And so sometimes to get down there, the plane will be completely full, but I can list for the pilot jump seat. And so then I get to sit up in the cockpit and you can't buy these seats. You can't buy a ticket. I always get asked that. Can I buy a ticket to sit up there? It's like, no, no you, <laughs> you have to have like tons of security clearance to ride up there. Um, and then the flight attendants will have an extra one or two in the back as well for other flight attendants and flight attendants cannot ride in the cockpit one, but pilots can ride in the flight attendant one. Um, I'm not 100% sure why. I think the flight attendants don't have the same security clearance we do, but I know they go through background checks, so mm-hmm. I'm also not quite sure. <laughs> so what made you start uh, doing a TikTok? Were you just like me and you're just like, this platform is hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, my husband, <laughs> so it's kind of my husband actually, because I was on TikTok um, for like six months before I posted my first video, just watching and That's silently nice. following people, yeah. <laughs> And um, I was like, man, I kind of want to do like a day in the life video. I think that would be fun. And my husband was like, do it, do it. And he was kind of encouraging me for like a couple months before I finally like was like, okay, I made one. Um, And then what happened is the second video I made um, was actually about like female pilots. And it was just with like an audio. I don't even remember what the audio was, but um, it went, it got like over a million views, like within like two days. And then all of a sudden I had a whole bunch of followers and I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. So <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what was your reaction when you're like, oh, oh, you know, <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, I am not this interesting. I don't, I don't understand why people want to watch me, but it, it, it was really amazing. Like my followers were really amazing when I went on like maternity leave because, um, I, again, just, I need to work with the men in our union to get that mm-hmm. contract changed because, on top of having to go on leave three months before I had her, it was an unpaid leave. Mm. Uh, and I don't that's think rough. that's fair. No. <laughs> I think if you're going to force me to go on leave when I'm physically able to keep working, you should pay me. Yes. <laughs> but right. uh, we're going to work on it. It's okay. We're going to work on it. But because of that, um, we were also in the process of buying a house when we found out we were pregnant. So I didn't have a ton of savings. And somebody asked for my baby registry. And literally every single thing was purchased off of it. Like Aww. it went absolutely crazy. Like it was, I cried a lot. I'll, to be fair, I was pregnant, but I cried a lot because <laughs> of our followers. Just, it was amazing. So we have everything and we're just going to keep it for the next one. And then mm-hmm. after that, we're going to find a mom in need and donate all of it so we can keep the, keep the love going from TikTok. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, that's phenomenal. So yeah, yeah. I love that, you know, something that you were just doing for fun has turned into something that you know, is reaching millions of people and you're, yeah. you're probably without knowing it, inspiring all these little girls, you know what I mean? <laughs> to just like grow up and, and be just like you. And then you're going to change everything. So it's better when they're yeah. <laughs> the, old enough to do it. Yeah. Change the union contracts. 
I mean, that's awesome. Well, you guys should yeah, make TikToks too. That way I can learn more about meteorology. <laughs> oh, I have one. I don't do much about, I need to do a day in the life. Mine's a lot of funny yes. stuff. I just do like, yeah. please do. I need to see that because I want to know what it's like to work two to midnight and do it. Like, I, I know nothing about meteorologists and it's like, they, they look at weather. I know that, Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's the, the, the outside of the weather stuff, like you said, two to midnight or like Kirstie getting up at two o'clock in the midnight, you wake up at midnight. Let's just be real and working until you're still working. I'm still working. I'll work till 1230 today. Oh my gosh. No. (laughs) And she's a mom of two under two. So girls, by the way. So oh boy. We've got, we're growing, we're all raising a bunch of, a bunch of ladies here in this this little, uh, in our podcast this week. (laughs) Um, if so, if our viewers or listeners are like, wait, I want to follow you on TikTok. How, how can they follow you? What do they look for? What's your, your username? Uh, so it's at K underscore Yoder. So K underscore Y O D E R. If they want to, it's just, it's mostly pilot stuff. And then occasionally I'll throw something in there about my daughter or the dogs, but (laughs) it's a lot of really great pilot stuff though. So don't, don't uh, sell yourself short there. It's pretty interesting stuff. So (laughs) we appreciate that. Like Always I said, questions, I, like I just, questions. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I just scrolled through like this morning and found like those three so questions that I asked you. And I was like, I didn't yeah. know that about pilots. So it's pretty cool. Kersey, do you yeah. have any final thoughts as we're getting to the end of our episode today? I don't think so. Kelsey, you were, uh, you know, everything I hoped in terms of bothering you with all of our questions, um, we might have to have you back on because I'm going to assume we might get some like, oh, you should ask her this type of thing. So maybe we could, you know, reach back out to you a little bit later when you become a captain, you know, that could be like a follow-up episode that we would love to have you back on, but we really, really appreciate it. Um, waking up early to talk to (laughs) us here over in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, so thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'll definitely come back. Just let me know. (laughs) Awesome. Well, as always, thank you for uh, watching and listening to Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast. If you want to watch this episode, we're going to upload it over on our YouTube account. Just search for Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast. It'll also be uploaded on whio.com, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Roku on our WHIO streaming app there. And if you have a podcast app on your phone, whether it's Android or Apple, just use the podcast app and look for Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast. You can rate us, you can comment and tell us what you would like us to talk about next. But as always, we love that you guys watch and listen, and thank you for joining us. We're going to see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.